Imagine, a podcast series by Imagine Theatre. Hello again, I'm Martin Ballard and welcome to episode 61 of this podcast series as we take you behind the scenes of one of Imagine's numerous photo shoots for the 2023-24 Panto season. For more information, go to their website at www.imaginetheatre.co.uk. As always, if you missed any of the previous episodes, you can still listen to them. We've had some fabulous guests so far from the Imagine Theatre headquarters team to performers and backstage teams at the various Imagine shows all over the UK. We've talked about how Panto is produced, its history and of course its future. And there are many more episodes still to come from one of the UK's biggest producers of pantomime and children's theatre. In the last episode, I was joined by Imagine's artistic director, Eric Potts, and head of department for media and performance at Staffordshire University, freelance director, Dr. Robert Marsden. It was the latest in our occasional series looking at the most popular pantomime titles, and we turned our attention to Dick Whittington. This time, as you can hear, it's a hive of activity here at the Royal Spa Centre in Leamington Spa. We're here to take a look behind the scenes at the latest Imagine photo shoot to meet some of the team members and the casts from all over the UK. Now what better place to start than with associate producer and head of celebrity casting Laura Taylor. How are you first of all? I'm so well, even better for seeing you because it's been a little <laughs> while. We were Listen, saying, well, yeah. it's been a while, you've had too many other people to interview. Absolutely, the sun is out though, yeah. it's the middle of, if you can call it a summer because it's been a bit hit and miss. Already, Panto Prep is taking up a new pace, isn't it? It is, but, you know, it's Christmas every day for us, imagine, as you know. So there's always something going on every month of the year. Um, But this week is a real milestone for us because, you know, all the casting's done now. We've got everyone here in their costumes, having the fittings, having the photos. We now know as a team that this is the start of the real madness. This is it. (laughs) This is, you know, the the last of the, you know, that everything goes up a few gears now. but we're ready for it. We've, we've all done it many years and we're prepared. And we're in a really, really good place this year. We're excited about this season. It's quite a logistical thing to organise, isn't it? Because it's not just a question of getting cast members here, having their pictures taken. All the costumes have got to come, all the props that are needed. And, of course, the people who are coming to have their pictures taken are coming from all over the UK. That's right. It's a huge undertaking. Well done to Katie, who kind of heads this up, really. It's massive. Um, you know, we've spent weeks, if not months, collecting measurement forms because it's all of that <laughs> pre-preparation that has to happen to make this week go as smoothly as it does. Um, and as you say, we've got people here today that have um, travelled from Scotland, South Wales we had yesterday. This is like the, the epicentre of the universe, it feels, at the moment, because everyone's travelling from everywhere. Mm. But it's great. It's great to see them all in one place. We can blitz through all of the promo. We come out of this week with so many images and videos and everything ready to promote um, and do all of the marketing for the whole season. It's a really, really important week. And it is nice because casts from shows wherever they are in the UK will meet other casts. And also, of course, not all the Imagine team are based in Coventry all the time. So it gets a chance for you all to come together. 
Yeah, it's brilliant. I, I met one of the Imagine uh, team members on Monday who I see every morning on our team meeting on Zoom, but I'd never met in the flesh. And yeah. I was like, that's what you look like in the flesh. Like, that's what you look like. Um, but it's great for us. And, you know, tonight, um, every year, Steve and Sarah treat us to a company meal. And that's a really lovely thing because, as you say, so rarely do we all get together in, in one place at the same time. So um, we cherish that as well. It's a really good good feeling and it's good to... Um, this is This is just one indication this week is an indication of how every department comes together to make it all work and happen and each department is so valuable to the whole setup and this week is just a taster of that and then obviously the season itself is the the fruits of all that labor now this isn't the first of the photo shoot days tomorrow is the last but this has been going on for quite some time hasn't it it has yeah so um so this is our you know core week so we started monday tomorrow's the last day we've just had a constant flow of people coming through the doors but with um our star casting we started that sort of way back in february so we've been holding photo shoots all the way through the spring and this is it this is the last one (laughs) when we finish tomorrow everyone will kind of you know give ourselves a pat on the back because that's all of the marketing stuff collected so yeah Mm. big achievement and this finally will be you know there's a demand there for all of this all the all the images all the video that's taken today because a lot of prints have to go out soon you know not just programs but uh, flyers posters and all that sort of stuff so the wheels are really in motion huge we were talking about this just yesterday about how broad uh, a marketing campaign has to be for pantomime purely because we attract such a wide range of demographic from grandparents who don't really know how to use social media down to the younger generation who are coming through the doors who are all about social media so we need to make sure our marketing campaign hits all of those people so we've still very much got to adhere to the traditional ways of marketing the leaflets the theater brochures the posters right down to social media now youtube you know facebook advertising tv advertising so we've recorded some of the tv ads uh, this week radio is still important so we've captured some of the audio we have to make sure all of those bases are covered it's huge so that's why we have to collect so much stuff and we keep saying to the artists look i know it's really boring you've done that pose a million times but can you do it again because we just need this for a different medium but this is why it's so good it's such a well-oiled machine now because we've been doing it for so long so we just move them around so obviously they, they the artists arrive get into costume and makeup then they go into the photo section then we take them to videos and we take them across the road for some outdoor shots to get even more options on images so at the end of it we've just got endless stuff to keep putting out all the way through the autumn and winter great to see you again i'll let you go it's quite chilled up here actually because we've moved upstairs into the sort of bar area all the action is downstairs but it's really relaxed actually isn't it it is as i said it's a well-oiled machine we've been doing this a long time the whole team have done this before so now we take it all in our stride but we make it look easy but it's not (laughs) as we said earlier there's been a hell of a lot of preparation that's gone into to making it feel as relaxed as it is but yeah it's going well we're happy thanks laura thank you Well, there are lots of people here in costume from shows all over the country, whether it be Scotland or Wales, and Sam and Kerri-Anne. You sound Welsh to me. Uh, Just a little bit, yeah. (laughs) Pranandar. Oh, Pranandar, Kerri-Anne, sit here. That's about as far as I go, I have to say. (laughs) It was beautiful, honestly. (laughs) So, how are you both, first of all? 
very good, very excited, <laughs> especially now we're in the costume as well. It's starting to feel real. And tell us a bit about your show, um, because it's early days, of course, but what is it and where is it? So we are in Beauty and the Beast, which is in the Grand Pavilion in Porthcawl. So it's gorgeous, right on the beachfront. So you get to have the beach every single day. And what more is there to say aside from that it's a beast of a panto? <laughs> but I'm, but I'm very, very well done. I assume that. Your character may not be called Belle, but you are the equivalent if you're not called Belle. I think I might be called Belle. Well, then, you know? so much the better. Yeah, 100%, but she's 100%, but she's just great characters, mm-hmm. and she's feisty, she's sassy, and she saves herself, if you think about it. She's, who else would stand up to a beast? Is this your first year for Imagine? It is. This is my very first year, and I'm very excited, and I'm so happy to be here with Vern, who's been the dame before, and of course the wonderful Sam. And I already feel at home. Everyone at Imagine is so lovely, and I cannot wait to get started. And this isn't your first, of course, is it? It is not. I was the evil poison ivy last year, so pretty fun to be the goodie this year. (laughs) And tell us a bit about the venue, because people in the area love it, and they come in from miles Mm -hmm. uh, around, don't they? It's it's, it's part of their calendar every year, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Well, especially with the Grand, I said it's right on the waterfront, so you Mm -hmm. get a little bit of the beach, as well as having this gorgeous theatre that actually we're very lucky to be the last year of doing it before they close, to have a complete refurbishment. So we get the last year of the gorgeous acoustics and there's some fantastic coven that is from back in the day and it's absolutely gorgeous to turn up to every day. And I said, you have the scenery as well, so what more could you want? What better place to spend Christmas? We love it. And (laughs) again, just a little family. We've already got a little family going on, but no, the Grand Pavilion and everyone in Pothcall and Bridgend and the surrounding areas are incredible. And I grew up going to see Imagine Pantos, so now I'm actually going to be on the stage doing one myself. And if anyone is going to know about the pavilion, it's this one by here, because she's been there since she was seven. Doing amateur productions. Okay. So, yeah, it's going to be a full circle moment. And what about today? Because it always feels a bit strange, doesn't it, to be you know putting all the makeup and costumes on, particularly for dames, on a really sunny, hot day. But how's it gone? Very good. It is a little bit of a heat wave outside, but I'm... Well, we're, we're dry, we're not sweaty, yeah. it's all good, the costumes are great. So, no, it's very weird, though, thinking about Christmas when it's sunny outside, but, yeah, it's wonderful. Well, listen, have a great run in Port Call this Christmas, and thank you so much for talking to us. Thank you. Thank you, lovely to meet you. Well, the photographs are in full swing, both here, front of house, and in the main auditorium, and on stage at the Royal Spa Centre. Emma Goodridge, we've heard about you before, but we've never spoken. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, Martin. Lovely to talk so to you So tell today. us a bit about today, and, and how important this is so we are actually on our 15th photo shoot (laughs) (laughs) so we've been doing these for the last six months and um, overall by the time we finished on Thursday evening we'll have seen 97 artists Mm -hmm. so it's been um, a really exciting few months and we've got some amazing assets from everybody you know I think the one amazing thing about everybody coming in is just how Uh, friendly and happy they are to Mm. get involved and to throw themselves into it and that makes our job so much easier so um, yeah and this week's been brilliant we're all just having such a great time I always think it's it's rather strange you know to be putting on you know layers of costume and makeup and so on on some of the hottest days of the year but everybody's used to it now aren't they 
Oh, absolutely. And, you know, ironically, we've had a fairly wet summer, but this week has been glorious <laughs> in Levington. Um, we've just been over to the park and the sun has been beating down. And actually, from a photography point of view, that can be a bit of a challenge yeah. because obviously we get, you know, a lot of shadows cast. So we have to find little quiet areas of the park, which are a little bit shadowy, but um, it's been really warm. So the fans are going. <laughs> we've been trying to keep all the equipment cool to make sure that it doesn't overheat. So, yeah, it has been a little bit of a challenge this week. It's like a fine oiled machine though isn't it you know because this has been the routine for many years but what happens from now on because there's already going to be a demand isn't there for the assets the images the video and the content that you've got there is indeed so we did our first shoot this year in March uh, we were actually laying Easter eggs on our buffet table which was really amusing um, and so some of those assets have already been created by our designer and so from this week on um, our designer and we've got two of them that we sort of use for social media creation but also main uh, artwork that will all then be turned into branded assets for each venue so Katie and I's job after next week is to sit down with all of these amazing pictures, which is actually one of my favourite parts of this job. And I'm always smiling when I'm sitting looking through all of the pictures, um, is to select all of the different, first of all, the images for the print, um, which will narrow down and get approved, and then following that, all the stuff for social media. So um, it's quite a big job, but one of my favourites. Yeah, and, and it's a big operation because obviously it's not just a couple of shows, is it? No, no, no. <laughs> I've got seven that I'm working on this year, so um, and a lot of mine have been some of the previous photo shoots, so I'm kind of a little bit further along the process, but poor Katie has now literally got all of hers to pick. <laughs> but yeah, it, it is a well-oiled machine, and so last August was my first group shoot, and I was just amazed at, like what a brilliant uh, experience it is for everybody um, you know we try and look after everybody as best we can uh, give everybody a really good day and um, yeah I think it's uh, it's been brilliant this week soon be Christmas <laughs> yeah it will be absolutely will be my, my two boys have already started saying oh I think I might put that on my Christmas list but um, from a panther point of view it's strange because people um, don't realise it's, it's Christmas for us all year round really um, you know as soon as the curtain comes down on last season we start debriefing and then moving straight into next year sometimes yeah. even we start in October November with the you know scheduling for next year so it's a full all year round job and Panto is in your blood I'm told was it your dad who was a Dane it is yeah so my dad um, has been in the entertainment industry for many many years um, I think he's he's retired now but he clocked up over 60 years so I used to actually spend my childhood in the wings while he was on stage first of all playing comic and then as he transitioned into playing dame I used to do his frocks up in the uh, the wings and stepped in for his dresser on a few occasions so yeah it's I've got it's very close to my heart um, Panto and I've seemed to have carved out a career for myself in it which I never would have imagined like all of those years ago but yeah it's, um, it's a wonderful art form and I think it's really important for theatre um, so I'm really I feel really privileged to be working on it you're very much in demand so we'll let you go thank you Emma and we'll uh, we'll see you again hopefully before Christmas yeah lovely to talk to you Martin thank you well, I've heard so much over the years about this man. Well, I say man. He's resplendent in a red, green, gold, white, frilly dress, beautifully made up. Vern, welcome to Leamington Spa. It's a long way from Porth Call, but how many years now have you been Dane? Well, I've been daming since, oh, I think it's 10 or 12 I've done now. It's a long time I did. Well, Porth Call is the venue I used to go and watch Panthers in as a child. So when I 
first got the job as Genie in 2008-9, I sort of walked back into the venue and and sort of that nostalgia (laughs) rush back of of being six again, you know. Um, And it's it's a lovely, it's a lovely venue, big dome, um, pavilion, auditorium, and it's just a beautiful place, fantastic. And in terms of panto there, it's a really integral part of everybody's year, isn't it, in Porthcawl? Oh, yeah. I mean, if they could, and and some years they have been able to, book next year's tickets as they're leaving. You know, people will happily do that. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's you get families back, and you see the families grow, and then, you know, I'm... I'm just on the cusp, I think, of people coming with their kids when they came as kids, yeah. which I'm going to have a little private cry about, <laughs> obviously. But it's yeah. a great thing. It's a really lovely thing. And, and, and our sort of juvenile cast are now all out of university. My first year are all out of university now and, and are all proper adults. And, you know, and I, these people come to me and go, oh, Vern. And I go, oh, wow, I remember when she was a little girl, you know. And it's, like, it's incredible, you know. Just so beautiful. what does it mean to you? I mean, obviously, this is really early in the year and it's it's the most uncomfortable day for a dame obviously in the middle of a heat wave with all this gear on but what's panto mean to you oh it's the high spot it's absolutely every year it's the high spot there's no better job than you know there's no better job than being a dame and it's you, you get to be part of the story you get to be part of the the comedy scenes and you get to be part of the audience you know you get to chat uh, to them and bring them in and that's so so special so yeah it's fantastic have you been outside yet uh, today no you've no. got to go outside i think and have some pictures taken in the yes, heat run, out there run around the park and, and <laughs> slowly melt i think that'll be the thing enjoy that have a great run at Paul's call nice to meet you after yes, all these absolutely. years and thank you for talking to us thank you pleasure absolute pleasure <laughs> now any number of times we've talked about the legend that is dawn head of wardrobe at imagine theater and finally because she's been on maternity leave amongst other things she's here how are you i'm good thank you now you've been with imagine pretty much since the beginning so days like today i don't know how many times you've done this but it's almost like a finely oiled machine isn't it yeah i've done it a fair few times (laughs) we kind of got it down to a t i think now it seems to work well and in terms of the organization i don't know how many actors you'll have here but it's all about getting the costumes and also the props together for the right days isn't it yeah, it is. So we've got it all labelled up into day, so we kind of get it out per day. and um, So it's nicely kind of oil, like you said, and uh, it, just, it works and um, it makes it life a little bit easier for us during the day. Things have certainly changed since those early days, haven't they? I mean, we've talked before on the programme about the fact that it all started small scale. Then, of course, the costume department grew bigger and bigger for a while. They were stored in your parents' barn up in York. And now it's a vast warehouse, isn't it? Yeah, we're, we're overflowing. We are bursting at the seams, um, which is great. And we've got a like, nice variety of things to choose from. So we can, we can always make sure we find something to fit somebody and make them look great, hopefully, on stage. And it's obviously a very busy few days for you here at the Royal Spa Centre, but is it still fun? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's nice to meet the cast and it's nice to see different people and different characters and actually put faces to the characters that we're, we're trying to costume. And um, it, it makes a difference meeting everybody. And in terms of Panto itself, from your point of view, you obviously love it because you've been involved with it for a while, but you now have a young son and he's probably in the next year or so going to be old enough to go and see a Panto. Will that change your view of Panto? No, I don't think so. I think it's a, it's a family thing and I think it's great to get young people involved in it and get them to come and watch. So. Are you excited about bringing him to his first one though? I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. And judging by the fact that he seems to be quite a character, 
who knows he may even go on to be in pantos himself oh let's hope not (laughs) (laughs) yeah um yeah it's a it's a tricky board to walk isn't it so um uh, but he can do anything he wants but yes he is a bit of a character So one more day to go, and then you've got to take all this stuff back to uh, the warehouse in Coventry. Yeah, it's all going back on Friday, so it'll all be back to unpack and then start any notes that we've got and getting ready to, for the season. It all, it's a big countdown now, so I think we've got about nine to ten weeks of prep before the first ones start to go out, and it's a, yeah, it's a, a big rush now to get so everything ready. So it's full on, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, very full on. I know you're busy. Thanks for spending some time with us, Dawn. Thank you for talking to us, finally. <laughs> That's all right. Thank you very much. Yeah, we'll leave Dawn to it. It's a very busy time. In fact, it's a busy time all year round with something like 19 pantos and four Christmas shows. You can just imagine how many costumes Dawn and her team have to prepare. Thousands, absolutely thousands. Now, just to give you some information about the future podcast episodes, uh, we're looking to take some of your questions. So if you have any burning questions about Imagine Theatre, about Panto, or about the podcast, or anything at all to do with any of those subjects, then just go to the Imagine website, go to the Get In Touch section, on the drop-down menu, click on Other, and in the inquiry, just put your question for the podcast and we'll be uh, answering some of those questions in the forthcoming episodes. In the meantime, let's finish this episode by moving along here to speak to Becky Martin, who's a freelance publicist who works with Imagine 12 months of each and every year. Well, let's talk about your role first of all, Becky, shall we? Because, of course, marketing and publicity is absolutely vital for pantomime, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So my role really, I've been working with... um I'm a freelance publicist, so I look after other shows. I'm not working full-time for Imagine, but I do work with them for the whole year. Yeah. So having said that, as you said, it's not a one-year, uh, you know, a, a three-week job or a four-week job while the panto's on. Publicity starts as soon as you announce the title, and then obviously you've got your casting announcement, days like today, where we're d- I'm doing some interviews, so we've got some stuff in advance pitching to telly, radio, all of that kind of thing. So really, my year, my panto season year, starts with announcing the title of a show for the following season, normally during Mm -hmm. the first season. And that's where it all starts and then moves on from there. So really, my job is I work with the marketing team, but obviously the marketing team pay and book for anything that's going to be like an ad. Um, my job is to try and get free stuff so to try and get us on the telly try and get on the radio um, try and get in the papers and obviously just to let people know that the panto's on so it works very much hand in hand with the marketing team obviously the venues do a lot of that for their own pantos so I'm kind of more of a central role to offer support where I need to to help provide stuff to uh, the venues and also to really look after where we've got celebrity casting some of the national press and once the casting's been announced that's when you can really go to work because you will pick out a member of a cast a celebrity casting for instance and you'll automatically know where the best place is for that person to be placed whether it be tv radio or whatever yeah absolutely i mean obviously we've got some really high profile casting again Mm. this year with scott mills going to leicester along with probably another you know 10 to 15 names that would be of interest for tv um nationally 
but then you've got all the women's mags, you know, all of those kind of things that might want to speak more with someone that may, may not be considered hugely high profile, but it's just right for that publication. So it's looking at who's the right person, to talk to the right person, to big up our panto season, basically. It always helps having big names, mm-hmm. obviously, but we try and get a bit creative because actually we, you know, we want to give people that may not be in the public eye as much a bit of publicity and a little bit you know let people know who they are obviously these are all really skilled performers whether they're celebrities in yeah. inverted commas or not yeah. so um yeah but obviously the lion's share of interest in national press will be for those big names that we have in Panto. so i mean you have to be an ideas person don't you because there will be backstories with everybody it might be you know somebody's first professional job for instance mm-hmm. but they came to see this panto as a child every year for 10 years or something there's always a little backstory that you can pick up on yeah absolutely and with the i also help provide some stuff for the regional press and those local links are really really important and as you say as particularly with imagine pantos there's a lot of returning performers mm-hmm. that um, like you were, Martin, for yeah. Leicester, that return year on year and are really loved by local press and really loved by local audiences. And people want to read about them. Yeah. People want to hear what they've got to say. Um, so that's really important. So it, uh, it, it's great for me, these days are great for me to get to know a little bit about those people. And like you say, there, it could be someone's got an interest in something that's suddenly topical, <laughs> you know? And it'll make me go, ah, now hang on a second, I spoke to so-and-so who's gonna be in whatever, and I think they might be quite interesting. So, you know, I always talk about dames just being the most interesting people to talk to because they've got such amazing stories. And it's just trying to pull those out of people and think, how could we use this creatively and who might be interested? Funny sitting here in the summer talking about it, yeah. but actually a lot of a lot of TV, a lot of magazines, they're already planning kind of Christmas features and all of those kind of things. So it's just about getting in there before all the other pantos do. I mean, one thing for sure, no two days are ever the same and that must be the joy of the job. Exactly. I mean, no two days are ever the same in panto land, particularly, (laughs) I would say. But I I look after a a variety of different things, you know, so I could one minute be talking a very serious drama and I've got a dame trying on a frock behind me, which is always quite funny. But that's what I love about pantos. It's just an insane world. It's just this crazy world that we all inhabit and we inhabit it for a year (laughs) Um, you know other people go and see a panto and they think of that lead up to Christmas but for us it's kind of an all year round thing which is wonderful because you're always living in a bit of a little magical sparkly winter wonderland in the middle of a heat wave yeah I'm just disappointed you don't think Panto's, you know, serious drama. <laughs> well, it can be. Hopefully not, because then I do might have to get involved. But no, I mean, it, it's Panto is something I love. I've always loved it. It was one of the first things I've ever seen. And for a few years, I didn't work on Panto. And I really missed it. Mm. I really missed that feeling. It, it, it's a sense of family. It's a sense of uh, fun. Yeah. And that goes through, you know, even days like today, I mean, you just laugh and laugh and laugh and there's jokes and because, you know, we're all in that right frame of mind. There's glitter, there's sparkle, there's magic. And um, if I didn't work on Panto, I would really, really miss it. I did for, for the, the few years that I didn't and obviously over COVID. So, yeah, it's a lovely world, as you know, Martin. Yeah, well, listen, I mean, you've got a smiling face, the sun shining outside. I can see you're loving it. You've only got one more day to go. Yes. That's tomorrow. So enjoy that. And thank you, Becky, for talking to us. Thank you very much. And that's it for another episode, I'm afraid. But as I said earlier, there are many more fabulous guests still to come. 
Please subscribe through your favourite podcast app and make sure you join me, Martin Ballard, next time for episode 62 when I'll be talking to a team of technical creatives to discuss how technology continues to help with the evolution of pantomime. Thank you for listening to the latest edition of Just Imagine, the podcast series from Imagine Theatre. And you can find out more by going to www.imagintheatre.co.uk.